Hey everybody, it's King here, and I want to welcome you all back to the Plan to Fail podcast. Today I want to touch upon a really interesting topic, something that has been a constant theme throughout my life. And that theme is that every time I pick up something new, every time I try a new hobby, a new business, a new idea, or I'm trying just to learn something new, I start off by being super open to learning. And I'm always looking out to be proven wrong to see how I can improve. But as I get better at it, and as I improve, as I get more confident in it, I should say, I find myself even subconsciously and even sometimes consciously not willing to learn, not willing to say that, hey, there's a better way of doing it. So to, in today's episode, I really want to spend some time and kind of go on a deep dive and figure out why do we do that and how do we get over that? If you've been through school, chances are you've been taught to fear one thing. That thing is called failure. What they didn't teach you is that the more you fail, the faster you will learn and succeed. Join me on my journey to uncover the reason why most graduates leave school feeling lost and confused. We'll unlock the secret to finding clarity, direction, and purpose in life. My name is King Lau, and welcome to Plan to Fail. So, I honestly have no idea how many of you actually resonate with this. This, like I said earlier, this has been something that has been a common theme in my whole life. And it wasn't actually until recently I found a term that described it pretty well. Um, and what this term is, is called the success trap. And as I kind of looked further into it and I put more thought into it, I realized that a lot of us actually struggle with what we call, what I call the success trap. And so I started actually looking into the dictionary definition of what is a success trap. And I was able to find um, on a general consensus that the main definition of a success trap is business organizations that focus on the exploitation of their current business activities and as such neglect the need to explore new territory and enhance their long-term viability. And I know that that's very technical, but pretty much what it says is, um, what it means is business organizations that focus on what's currently working in their business activities, and they neglect the need to innovate, to find new things and new ways to continue to improve their business. And that makes a lot of sense from a business standpoint. As the market grows, as um, the needs change as over time, um, as a business, you're going to have to adapt and innovate new ways to serve your customers, or else the competition is always going to have um, an advantage over you. Uh, but kind of looking at from a, just an individual standpoint, and this both goes towards entrepreneurs or everybody else's, how does that affect your day-to-day -day lives? And it's true. I can't speak for everybody else. I, I can say that I've noticed it in other people I've known in the past, but I'm in no position to judge, so I can only talk about myself. So for me, I kind of see the success trap as the feeling like you know it all because you start seeing when you start seeing success in an area of your life which causes you to slow down or even stopping your growth in that particular area. And I guess the next logical question is, what causes us to fall into this success trap? And it's actually quite simple. It's human pride and ego. Now you might ask, what do you mean human pride and ego? Just think about it this way. The better we get at something, the more confident you get. Make sense? As you get more confident, you start to feel like you know it all. You know what you're doing, which may or may not result in you being not as open to be proven wrong and continue to learn new ways to be more efficient and finding new ways to improve yourself. 
And it's actually quite interesting how it's ironic because the better we get at something, the less we learn. But if we don't continue to learn and we don't continue to innovate uh, new ideas, right? It doesn't even have to be from a business standpoint, even from our personal lives. If we feel like we're good and we don't have to learn, we don't have to continue to improve, then we start losing the edge we gain from the efforts we put before. Therefore, we're actually working backwards. But it's it's funny how human pride works, how the ego works. Um, and it's I'm not saying here that it's bad to feel confident in doing well and finding success in a particular area in life. It could be your health and fitness. It could be a business. It could be even the way you, you just live your life, right? Um, we all strive to find different ways to improve ourselves. But it's actually quite easy to fall in this trap is because when we feel like we're an expert in something, when we feel like we're excelling in something, we just subconsciously naturally start closing off. And I think that's the scary part of all this is that sometimes like some, yeah, sometimes it's not even consciously, like even for myself, it's like sometimes I, I like to pride myself to be very self-aware. And even then, subconsciously, you can you could feel the emotions rise when somebody even even offers advice. Hey, you could doing this better. I'm like in my head, I'm like, well, I've been doing this for the last four years. Why will I take your advice? And and, and it's it comes naturally. If if you go through that, you, you don't feel bad about it because human pride and human ego is a real thing. Um, it's innate within us. And but it's your responsibility to be aware of that, to catch yourself when you're feeling like that and question, is what's being suggested to me actually a better way of, of me doing something? And, and and the question now really falls down to like, how do you avoid the success trap? And quite honestly, you avoid the trap by building your confidence in the right way. Growing up, especially in society, I can't speak for every culture, but in North America, um, we, we tend to build our confidence in being right. If I'm right at something, I feel good because I'm an expert. I know what I'm saying. And I think that really misses the point because the key to success is to build your confidence in being wrong. And I know that might not be a popular opinion or I don't know how many people actually adopt this mindset. This is actually the mindset I've been committed to adopting ever since I started my career in finance. And what do I mean by building your confidence the right way and you have to build your confidence the foundation of where your confidence starts is wanting to be wrong build your confidence in being wrong because being right or being told you're right doesn't get you anywhere it only stokes that ego of yours and the more you stoke that ego the harder it is for you or the easier it is i should say for you to fall into the success trap because you feel like people look up to you. You feel like you're the expert in that field. And as a result, even if you're conscious about having a quote-unquote growth mindset, you're going to struggle with it subconsciously because when somebody, the next time you stumble upon an opposing thought or opposing belief in something that you see yourself being an expert in, you might brush it aside. You're like, no, that's wrong because it has to be done that way. And that's a very interesting thing because... There's not a lot of things in life that are very black and white, right or wrong. Let's just say fitness, for example. And I'm not an expert in fitness, but there's always these beliefs of like, you got to work out this way, you got to work out that way, or how businesses run, right? Think about it that way. Like businesses, this is the way you build your business. This is the only way you should find success. And society likes to impose all these beliefs in us, like proving 
that this is right, that is wrong. Um, but a lot of the times that's not the case. So that's why you always have to be constantly, like, how should I put this? You, you should always be constantly challenging your beliefs, um, no matter how good you get at something. Because that's how you truly master something is when you are a lifelong learner. And when you set your goals and when you set your confidence in trying to prove yourself wrong, that's how you truly master something. But if you find it a tough pill to swallow to be like, what do you mean by building your confidence and being wrong? I don't blame you. I mean, society, especially school, and this is why I have, I have such a thing against school, is we're trained to not want to fail. We're trained to not want to be proven wrong. And a lot of the times that, <laughs> I don't know about you, but even for me, there are times that I know I'm wrong. And I would still fight my point because it hurts too much in the moment. To admit that I'm wrong and sometimes I would fight my point even knowing that I'm wrong and I would have to apologize after the fact but it wasn't really until for me three years ago I really shifted that mindset thinking being right doesn't serve me yeah it'll make me feel good about myself but why like I shouldn't be finding my confidence I shouldn't be feeling confident because I'm right in certain things I should pride myself and being a lifelong learner. That's how I'm going to truly master something. So really the first step to avoiding the success trap is to build your confidence the right way. And the right way being building your confidence and being wrong. That you're always looking to prove yourself wrong because every time you get proven wrong, you're growing. You just leveled up. And if you're able to just make that little perspective shift, that will do wonders the next time you come across some opposing belief that in whatever field, in whatever, either through work, business, health and fitness, how to live your life, dating, if once you're, once you're able to make that perspective shift, then you're going to be open to a lot more of other people's beliefs and other people's ways of thinking, uh, which challenges yourself, right? I'm, I'm not here telling you to take it and not question it. Question the hell out of it. But don't ever be like, hey, that's wrong without ever do, putting any critical thinking towards it. So yeah, that's the first step. But it's easier said than done. Take it from me. I've been doing it for the last three years and I, I still have times that I struggle with it. But the key to it is, number one, be conscious and aware of it. Be conscious aware of your emotions. Be conscious aware of your thoughts. A lot of the times we like to brush it off thinking, no, they're wrong without even thinking about it. So the next time that happens, you find yourself in a situation where somebody offers a different point of view that you might not agree with and you, you, you feel that the emotions of like, no, that's wrong, or you start thinking about different ways you're justifying how you're right, catch that. Don't feel bad. We, it's only natural. But the first step to changing anything is bringing awareness towards it. And the second piece to it is you really have to be honest with yourself. Um, I can't stress this more and I'll probably jump into this in another episode, but us humans, we're really good at lying to ourselves. And the scariest thing about lying to ourselves is if we lie to ourselves enough, it becomes reality. It becomes our truth and you're no longer lying to yourself. And that's how people change. And that's how people change either for the better or for the worse. So build your confidence the right way. And how do you do that is by being conscious aware of your emotions and your thoughts and being honest with yourself. And sometimes it's not pretty and that's okay. And as long as you have that mindset 
And as long as you're okay with not being perfect, then slowly but surely you'll find improvement. So my advice is embrace being wrong and making mistakes. This is how you know you're growing. If you're always right, that means you're in a period of stagnation for lack of a better way to put it. So like I said, this affects everybody, but let's talk about entrepreneurs specifically. How does that affect entrepreneurs? As we all start out, we're all open to learning, especially when before we build our confidence in something. But once we start making money and see success, we're all at risk of falling into the success trap, especially something like business entrepreneurship, while things are constantly evolving. And as an entrepreneur, it is your responsibility to sniff out how the markets are changing, how and find new ways to innovate to serve your customer. So it's actually even more important for us entrepreneurs to continue to challenge ourselves and make sure that we don't fall in such a mindset because we're gonna be left behind. Whoever falls into success trap will only be left behind. And this is something I stress a lot is because when I was in finance before I made the switch, so many of the people I knew in finance, previous mentors, previous coworkers, literally thought that they were everything, that they knew everything. And I was part of that too because back in 2017 when I first started, um, learning how to become self-employed when I was building my own practice, my very first business um, in finance. Um, 2017 was the toughest year um, during that four-year span. And I remember being super open to everything. And I actually got introduced to podcasts and mindset and personal development. That was really the beginning of my personal development journey. And, and, and I was super open. And I actually learned a lot in 2017. And why? Because I wasn't making money. I was struggling. I was open to everything. But as I started seeing success going into 2018 and I started building confidence in, in myself and in my ability, it, it played a really good role as I started seeing the success snowball. But what I didn't realize at the time is I spent less time on personal development. I spent less time working on my mindset, listening to podcasts, finding new strategies. And I kind of found myself back into my comfort zone, doing the things that made me money, didn't really try new tactics, try new strategies to continue to build and improve. And I was in a, a huge period of stagnation that lasted for a year and a half, two years. And I would say that it wasn't really until the middle of 2019, I kind of snapped out of it. And so I, I know how what it's like to be part of it. And the scariest part of the success trap is the longer you're in it, the harder it is to snap out of it. Because like I said, Human ego, human pride is such a force to be reckoned with. It is crazy how strong it can get, especially when you're stuck in a rut. So to all of you who are listening, don't do what I did. Save yourself that time. I spent a whole year and a half to two years in that success trap, stroking my own ego, thinking I knew it all, and literally living a period of my life of stagnation. There is always something to learn. No matter how good you get at something, no matter how much you master it, no matter how much of an expert you become in that particular field, there's always something to learn. And the moment you stop learning, the moment you feel like you know it all is when you know you've lost, is when you know that you're no longer a master at what you're doing. So it's ironic. It's a paradox that in order for you to master anything, you have to be a lifelong student. And easier said than done. It's a mindset. 
I know so many people who tell themselves who have a, I have a growth mindset, but when you look at their actions, it really doesn't correspond to what they're telling you or more importantly, them telling themselves. So don't be like that. So what I encourage you to do today is start noticing how you react when you come across differing ideas. Are you defensive? Are you apprehensive? Do you feel like you start justifying in your head your position with yourself? Does it emotionally hurt thinking about you might be wrong? And if you said yes mentally to any of those, don't feel bad. Like I said, it's human nature. But at the same time, the first step to change is being aware and acknowledging that you need to improve in a certain area in your life. Keep reminding yourself that it's better if you get proven wrong because that's how you know you're learning. But use your brain and critical thinking. Don't just take anything that gets fed to you. My goal here isn't to to tell you to be so open-minded that you don't question anything. Be confident in what you believe, but at the same time, be open to others' ideas as long as they could prove why it has merit, why their ideas or their concepts have merit to them. And most importantly, take up personal biases, easier said than done, like everything else. And if you fail at it the first few times, it's okay. I struggled a lot with it. And like I said earlier in this uh, in this episode that the scariest part is it could be subconscious. You could literally tell yourself that I have a growth mindset, I want to be proven wrong. And emotionally and mentally speaking, on a subconscious level, you might be still fighting it. So you have to be extremely aware of that. And it all starts with reframing where your confidence is, where you draw your confidence. Start focusing on wanting to prove yourself wrong. And the more open you are, the faster you learn and grow. And more importantly, the faster you innovate your business. But that's all I have for you today. I want to thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Plan to Fail. And until next time, stay hungry. Thanks for listening to this episode of Plan to Fail. If you're thinking of someone who needs to hear this message, spread the word by rating, reviewing, and sharing this podcast. If you're like me, you're probably wondering, what are the first steps to building a solid foundation for success? My advice is to start by redefining your relationship with failure, learn how to embrace it by understanding its importance in both your personal and professional life. To help you get started, I wanted to give you a free copy of my ebook, Failing Forward. This book will give you the tips and tricks needed to help you redefine what failure means in your life and provide the clarity you need to achieve success. Go and download your free copy at planofail.net. Remember, you can achieve the life you've always wanted. Thank you so much for being part of this community. And until next time, stay hungry.